Welcome to the Women's Ministry Toolbox Podcast. I'm Cindy Owenby. I'm a seasoned women's ministry leader, the founder of Women's Ministry Toolbox, and the author of Rethinking Women's Ministry. This is the place where women serving on the women's ministry team in their local church find hope and inspiration for building a flourishing, Christ-focused women's ministry. Today, we're wrapping up our social media technology mini-series with how I use social media to be a better women's ministry leader. About a month ago, I did a behind-the-scenes post on Facebook and Instagram. I walked through why I decided to change the schedule for an upcoming event, and many of you responded letting me know you like to hear my thought process. I thought it might be helpful to wrap up this mini-series on social media and technology by sharing my thought process, essentially how I use social media to be a better ministry leader. I hope that it's encouraging and helpful to you. Now remember, you don't need to do everything the way Cindy does, certainly not. God calls you to love and serve your women in different ways. These are just some ideas that might be helpful. Filter it all through the Holy Spirit and prayer. All right, so let's start with this. I regularly friend the women in our church. Do you use social media to connect with the women in your church? Are you friends on Instagram or Facebook with them? It wasn't until I received a friend request from the women's ministry leader at a church we'd just begun attending that I realized the impact that a friend request can have. I felt so seen and included. If you haven't used social media to connect with the women in your church, I want to encourage you to pray about it. Your women want to know you on a more personal level, and getting a front row seat into their lives is priceless. Social media also provides an easy way for you to encourage the women in your church. Now, don't burden yourself with the task of commenting on every post, but as the Holy Spirit leads, comment and cheer them on. I know for me, an encouraging comment on my post gives my day a little boost. You may never know the impact that your words might have on them. And please don't take it personally if your friend request isn't accepted. They may not know who you are, or they may have gotten busy and forgot to circle back, or they may just reserve that account for relatives and close, close friends. If you sense there's someone the Lord wants you to be intentional about connecting with, you might need to send them a DM, just letting them know, hey, I'd really like to connect with you on social media. And along those same lines, if you've sent me a friend request and I haven't accepted it, please don't take it personally. Send me a direct message. Let me know how we're connected. I get a lot of requests from strangers, speakers, and writers. And to be honest, a lot of them I just ignore. You don't have to friend everybody and you don't have to follow everyone you are friends with. Learn to use those mute and unfollow options to quiet your feed as needed. You can still stay connected without the other person knowing that you're not actively seeing their posts, unless you search for them. I use social media for research. This is a big one. I want to know who and what the women in our church are reading and listening to. I pay attention to what they post on social media. I ask intentional questions on our ministry accounts and sometimes on my personal page. Things like, besides the Bible, what are you reading right now? What podcasts do you listen to? I also follow many popular Christian speakers and authors. I want to know what they are teaching and recommending. 
And if you happen to notice who I follow, keep in mind, a follow does not equal an endorsement. And like I said in the last episode, a share does carry that weight. So keep in mind the difference. It takes a bit of work to uncover how our women are being digitally discipled, but it's so worth it. If you see books or speakers share something that you know is problematic, pray about how you might address that. I've reached out on occasions where I have a relationship with that person to ask questions about something that they shared online. Sometimes I'm able to share some of the concerns I have. Now, there are a few specific resources that I call my hills to die on. These are things that I know are not sound and I've done a great deal of research and I'm able to back up those claims. We'll be right back after this short break. Don't have time to create graphics for social media? Need help crafting great posts that encourage conversation and connection? I'm here to help. I've packaged together spiritual questions, Bible verses, inspirational quotes, and icebreaker questions in social media kits for you to use. You'll find kits for every season, spring, summer, fall, and winter, as well as themed kits such as worship. These colorful pre-made graphics are designed in a square format that's Facebook and Instagram friendly. You're welcome to add your ministry logo or church's website to the design. Simply purchase the graphics, download them to your desktop, and upload them to your Women's Ministry Facebook group or Instagram account. You can check out the social media kits at womensministrytoolboxshop.com. Social media allows me to see what matters right now to our women. Am I seeing a lot of posts about anxiety or homesteading? These are topics we can address through a biblical lens at a future meeting. I could also create social media content around those topics for our ministerial media accounts. I especially want to know what our younger women are sharing and celebrating. How do they spend their free time? Who do they look up to? I will often follow the Christian influencers they share so I can see what they are teaching. Social media makes me a better ministry leader when I remember that others see me as an influencer. Not just because of my online ministry, but because I serve on the women's ministry team. Now, you may not consider yourself an influencer, but as a leader in your church, you are. The women in your church who follow you on social media are paying attention to everything you share on your personal accounts. If you share a book or a quote, they consider it an endorsement. They are watching how you interact with others. What's in your profile picture and your Facebook cover? Are you kind in your comments or are you stirring the pot? Are you complaining about your children or slamming politicians? Are you striving to be a light in the darkness? What you post could potentially keep a woman from coming to your women's ministry events. That's a lot of pressure, right? I don't use social media perfectly, but I try to stop and think before I post, and I rarely post anything political. Biblical, yes. Political, not so much. There are enough people out there already doing that. And if you know me, you have a good idea of where I stand on most issues. I don't have to post on social media about it. Save controversial posts for DMs and those in-person discussions. Have you heard of the term? virtue signaling. 
This definition from the Cambridge Dictionary nails it. Virtue signaling is an attempt to show other people that you are a good person. For example, by expressing opinions that will be acceptable to them, especially on social media. Don't get sucked into the game. You will never please everyone. On the flip side, am I going to post about my faith and about Jesus? Absolutely. I have friends and family members that aren't believers, and I pray something I post will cause them to pause. I also strive to be a good role model. Model what you want to see from your women on social media. If they look at your social media posts and profile, would it be obvious to them that you're a Christian? I search before I share. I pause and I pray. And I try so hard not to react to the latest social media outrage. <laughs> That's hard for me. My flesh wants to jump in fast and straighten out any false thinking or false claims. Let the dust settle a little bit before sharing your two cents if you share at all. Rather than pour out your heart on Facebook or Instagram, grab your journal or open a Word document and let it out there. I try to remember to run anything that might be controversial or written in haste by my husband first. He's great to check my tone and he does push back when my words are harsh. Find someone who can be a sounding board that is solid in their faith and not afraid to call you out. You never know who will see what you post. Another way that I use social media to be a better women's ministry leader is I use it for inspiration. I love to follow other women's ministry teams on social media. I enjoy the glimpse of events and activities they've planned for their women. I consider how we might be able to adapt some of those things for the women in our church. I use collections in Instagram so I can easily find ideas for decor, food, books and publicity, and other things, I have folders set up on Facebook to save those ideas when I come across them. And I also have a folder on Facebook I've titled to go back to. Literally, that's the title. I rarely have time when I'm doing a quick scroll through social media to stop and research something. But I do have time, I go back to that. I open that go back to folder and I follow up posts that maybe I want to comment on that I want to research or read the article and post too that I want to read the comments on. There's so much to learn from the comment section. I remember that social media is communal. It's not a billboard for posting my thoughts. It's designed to encourage community and conversations. If I'm going to post about something, I need to be ready to discuss it. If you feel you need to post and not allow comments, maybe that's something you shouldn't post. That's not to say you shouldn't delete or hide comments. You don't have to allow hateful, rude, or foul comments on your Facebook posts. On Facebook, you can select who sees your post. And there are other controls you can use, like hiding comments to not delete them, but no one else sees them. I'm a better women's ministry leader when I remember to debate offline and not online. It's so much better to have conversations one-on-one -on -one than to publicly call someone else out, especially if they are a member of your church. Send them a direct message or a text. Ask if you can meet for a coffee to talk about it. Social media has ruined too many relationships. I'm a better women's ministry leader when I remember to bite my tongue. <laughs> I don't have to comment on everything. It's great to have an opinion, but that doesn't mean I have to share it. 
These are three questions that I find helpful to keep myself in check, and maybe you will too. Is this the Holy Spirit or my flesh? How will this glorify and honor God? And is this something that needs to be addressed one-on-one? Let the Holy Spirit, not Cindy, be your guide. Here are today's toolbox tasks to wrap it all up. Which idea or ideas will you use to be a better ministry leader? And number two, what change or changes do you want to make in how you use social media? Well, I hope that you found my brain dump today to be helpful as I've walked through some of the many, many ways I use social media to be a better ministry leader. Pick and choose the ideas that work for you. My process is not flawless. And if you just want to use social media to connect with friends and family, there's nothing wrong with that. Family, there's nothing wrong with that. Remember, you'll always find the show notes for each podcast episode available at womensministrytoolbox.com slash blog. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Women's Ministry Toolbox podcast. Leading in women's ministry can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. You'll find support and ideas you can use in the Women's Ministry Toolbox community Facebook group. We would love for you to join us. Search for us on Facebook or visit womensministrytoolbox.com slash groups to access the link. May the grace of God carry you through difficult ministry seasons. May He direct your steps as you seek to make Him known. And may your love for the Lord be apparent to every woman you serve.